What's up in half a day, party people? Welcome to Shift Shapers, the podcast where we learn what has helped to shape shifts in people's lives. I'm your host, Christina Cruz. Let's get on into it. What's up, everybody? Christina Cruz here. I'm your host of Shift Shapers. Let's get into it. So I want to talk about embracing your present perfection. Mm, What does that sound like? What does that mean? Well, for a lot of people, it's really just holding value in what is, period. No question mark, no ellipses, no anything else after that. Holding value in what actually is, is what helps you focus on the present, not thinking about what the past has done to us, for us, etc. Not thinking about what the future holds for us, to us, um, but really just holding value in what is, keeping you in the moment. And in some aspects, that is definitely necessary to launch you forward, to propel your career, to get you to the next level, whatever that looks like for you. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And embrace is going to be our focal point. So embracing that, right? Holding value in what is and embracing your present perfection. So first off, what does the word embrace actually mean? It can be used as a noun or a verb. And I bring that up as importance, not for an English lesson, anyone, but or everyone. It's it is as an action to embrace someone, um, to when we use embrace as a verb, it is to accept or support something or someone, a belief, a theory, a change, um, embracing the willingness, the enthusiastic, the enthusiastic motion of embracing when you're using embrace as a noun, you are now exuding the act of accepting or or supporting something willingly and enthusiastically. So very, very different meanings when whenever anything is in action, that is where it can mean the most, right? Because now you're not just saying it, but you're demonstrating it. You're demonstrating, so you're embracing whatever it is that you hold true to you in this moment, in your present. And being aware of who we are and coming to the realization of, hey, I could be better in whatever area of life that may be. It is in that moment when we can seize the opportunity to create space for more, more in whatever that means to you. Um, in relationships, again, in your career, in building a business for yourself, in saying no, right? Because sometimes having more means saying no. Space for things that are greater than us and having space for people that need to be in so intricately placed in our area of life for our greater good. Think about that for a minute. I'm, I'm going to actually repeat that. Having space for people that need to be so intricately placed in an area of our life for our greater good. What does that mean to you? Have you ever had that experience where 
you didn't know why things were happening, you wanted to question it, you didn't know why certain people were leaving your life, and yet the moment those folks left your life, someone else, something else came in so ever so gracefully, ever so unexpectedly, and now you have a space to hold for that person, for that thing, right? And it was made for the greater good. It was made to be for the greater good. And that's what we're, that's what we're talking about. Embracing that, embracing our current present perfection. We can often feel um, inundated with annoying amounts of self-check-ins. And am I a grand supporter of self-check-ins? Yes, I am. Um, that we get lost and end up not creating space. But now, adversely, allowing an avalanche of overabundance of overthinking, I should say, that now offers zero fruit produced from your labor. Womp womp. So you're going into this, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm doing my thing. I'm doing my thing. But then now it's just this avalanche of I'm taking too much on. I'm doing too much and I'm not holding space for myself, nor am I creating space. So I'm saying yes to everything. You're saying yes. You're being the yes person. And maybe that's not your intention. But if in your heart of hearts, you're always wanting to do good and help others and be quote unquote that person for others, that's when you can create the avalanche of not not being in your present moment and not embracing what could be for you. So I talk about creating space, right? So not just having space, but creating space. And with creating space, we circle back to when we have to say no. Um, with this embrace comes the skill and the ability to actively listen, not just to understand, but to further put understanding into action. And you can do that with both saying yes and saying no. Reacting seems to be the human go-to uh, versus acting. Acting, however, now that's something that takes great skill. A lot of people say that it's great to have a good reaction time. I'm a firm believer that having a good action time is best. <laughs> and maybe that comes from my history or my background in um, healthcare and in the medical industry. But acting always seems to be the more skilled uh, way to go about things, I should say. Uh, something that is learned is definitely something that is learned and cultivated over time, just as listening is, fostering what we have along with editing our actions comes finessing vision to create that effervescence of this space that I talk about. Listening for what you actually need for you to survive. Listening is how you can actually decipher what is needed, what is necessary, and what's not for yourself. You can't fill a new home with old broken down furniture and expect to sit in it comfortably. Yet we continue to have that expectation. Insanity, folks, that is the true definition of in insanity. Pure insanity, actually. I would often tell my former psychology professor, who is now one of my mentors in life, that I really didn't resonate with Freud um, 
the neurologist and founder of psychoanalysis. For this man was an erogenous, egocentric, simply complex man whose views were mostly sexually biased and reverted all thought processes back to the person themselves and past experiences stemming from childhood. Sometimes I disagree due to the fact that my beliefs came from my identity. Uh, given to me by my culture and parents, and how this would mean I haven't been authentic in existence. This, my folks, was a very hard pill to swallow. This is a time where I discovered for myself that, man, have I been in the healthcare industry for so long Simply because I wanted to take care of people, was this something of my programming? Was this something of my culture? Was this something of, that was truly me. Like, yes, I want to help people. Yes, I know that I feel it in my bones. Yes, volunteering at the age of 14 with the Red Cross. Like, that was something that I wanted to do. I asked to do it. Um, but it's a very hard pill to swallow when you start recognizing that, man, Am I who I think I am or am I a creation of my environment, of the programming from my parents? And this is in no way, I love my parents tremendously. Um, I, I respect them dearly. But when you get older and I'm not that old. <laughs> I, I would hope to think I would I would say that I'm not that old. But when you get older, no matter your age, you start to you start to really dig deep and try to understand who you really are without giving it much thought, meaning you you're in flow and you start to realize, man, I really am just not into that movie. I only watch it because so and so likes that movie or I really don't like going to this restaurant every Friday, but I do it because I know that it makes my partner happy, right? Um, definitely a hard pill to swallow when you finally realize who you are authentically and how scary it can be to exist in that authenticity because it is something that no one around you is familiar with and it can be super judgy. So how in the holy hell am I going to embrace who I truly am and have space and create space for what I really want if I'm scared to show my authentic true self? All right, now walk with me here. I know it's audio, but you're going to walk with me. So walk with me here. <laughs> If our belief system is embedded from an early age and our identity stems from those beliefs, who are we really being? Who are we really embracing? So I'm going to say this once and then I'm going to say it again. Our beliefs equal our identity. Therefore, our identity equals our beliefs. Are we really being our true authentic selves or embracing someone else's identity of who they think we are? Hmm. Okay. I really, really love this one. So our beliefs equal our identity. Therefore, our identity equals our beliefs. Are we really being our true authentic selves or embracing someone else's identity 
of who they think we are. And with that being said, let's get curious for a second. If the need to reinvent yourself ever comes to you in theory and you put this theory into action, listening to your inner voice, of course, listening to your gut, because that's important. I believe that's key when you're trying to propel yourself forward and next level up in anything that you do. Would it necessarily be a bad thing? I'm starting to think not so much. (laughs) This notion could very well be the quiet storm needing to run its course, aka you discovering who you are, becoming more aware of your truth, right? For the true rays of the sun to shine through are yours alone. And they all need to be shining bright on down to you so that your shine can shine on to others. Not a plight for destruction, pretending to be something or someone that you're not. No, no, don't do not do that. Uh, but just to create a tsunami of failure and devastation. We don't want to do that to ourselves because that's what it will happen. We would end up creating a tsunami of failure and devastation onto ourselves when you try to pretend that you're something that you're not, right? So now you're living out a facade of what you think that you should be or think that you are or think instead of just being, instead of just being and having action. Growing into and becoming the person you were meant to be, light bulb moment, Applause from the crowd, gracious bow. Yes, yes. (laughs) When you finally have that moment, that is when you can truly say, I am here to embrace whatever my present perfection is. I am allowing space for new beliefs and accepting willingly and enthusiastically for nothing is selfish when applied to growth in self, preservation and honest expression. Quote from Sigmund Freud, one day in retrospect, the years of struggle will strike you as the most beautiful. I want to end on that note, everyone. I want you to continue to show up for yourself. And I continue to show up for you in any way of your journey that you continue to cruise to health in whatever way you feel that you need to, whatever that looks like to you, continue to level up. And I will check y'all out next time. Talk to you soon. Bye.